Andy Montañez, toda una vida, toda una vida. Invitados especiales Tito Puente Jr. Rindiendo tributo al maestro Puente, el trío ideal y Johnny Olivo y herencia de plena. Ven a celebrar con Andy, la leyenda, el bohemio. Dicen que soy un payaso. Y Andy a son de plena. Sábado 12 de marzo, 8 de la noche, Concert Hall at Lehman College. Información y boleto 718-960-8835. Y en el box office de Lehman Center. No veas pasar la historia. Ven a ser parte de la celebración de Andy y su exitosa carrera de más de 60 años de trayectoria. ¡Puerto Rico! This is the Mambo in the City Salsa podcast. My name is Adrián Montañez. And in this episode, I'm remembering my time with the late great funny icon, Pete El Conde Rodriguez. That and more on the Mambo in the City Salsa podcast. Como dicen, vivirles recordar. And I remember the first time I saw Pete El Conde Rodriguez and Cheo Feliciano on television with my grandfather on a Saturday afternoon here in the Bronx, New York. It was La Perfecta Combinación concert that they had given on Channel 47. And my grandfather went berserk. He goes, esos dos son de Ponce. Y son los mejores, Peter Conde Rodriguez y Cheo Feliciano. And I'm looking at him like, who? <laughs> who are we talking about? To make a long story short, that was the first time I was put on, my radar was put on to Peter Conde Rodriguez. Watching him and Cheo Feliciano sing Sonero de Bailadores with Tito Puente and Giovanni Hidalgo. You guys remember that? So this is 1994 here, and I'm a sophomore in high school. And I remember they had the Bronx Puerto Rican Day Parade over by Yankee Stadium, and I went to check it out. And as I'm walking through the crowd, I see a large crowd forming around this one gentleman. And as I get closer, who was it? Pirel Conde Rodriguez. I'll never forget, he had the biggest smile ever. I remember him posing for photos and taking autographs and just talking to his fans. As I got closer... I kept on thinking about my grandfather because 
This was one of his favorite singers in front of me. So what am I going to say? When it was finally my turn, I reached him for the handshake and said, you're my grandfather's favorite singer. And we're also for Bonse. I don't remember what Pete said at that point because it was really, really loud. But I remember he had a really big smile on his face. And like a brother, he gave me the biggest hug. And he also gave me his autograph. I'll never forget it. And not only that, I couldn't wait to get home to my grandfather and tell him who I just met. And it was just like that. Llegué a casa. Abuelo, tú no sabes quién yo acabo de conocer aquí en Yankee State. <laughs> Although it was a little too ironic because him a week before having shown me one of his favorite singers and then me walking down the streets here in the Bronx and, and actually meeting him. Very ironic. In the years coming, I had learned how to dance. And there was one night the, the crowd I was going out and hanging out with who had put me on to clubs one day decided they were not going out. So I, that's when I started hanging out by myself. And I ended up at Broadway 2 to see Peter Conde Rodriguez perform. During this time, I didn't know Peter Conde Rodriguez's music. I didn't know that he was one of the compadres. I didn't know that he recorded with Barreto and Celia Cruz. And I had no idea, which is a good thing and a bad thing. Because obviously a bad thing, if you hear a song that he's performing, you don't know what it is. And it's just you're hearing it for the first time, which is also a good thing because now you're getting introduced to the music and can appreciate, you know, the performance even more. One thing I'll never forget about Broadway, too, was watching those dancers from the Corso area in the Palladium era. I remember seeing Freddie Rios there, you know, and, and there were times where a lot of the times since I was so young, I try to ask some of the ladies to dance, the better dancers. And I would get like a big fat no. <laughs> I would get a no and I would they would tell me to stand there and watch. And. You know, I watched the footwork. I watched what they were doing. And I also, I, I would, you know, pan the club to see what was going on. And when I saw that night, Pete Conde Rodriguez walk over to the bar, I said, this is a great time to go tell him I love the performance. Why not? One thing's for sure. I never missed Peter Conde Rodriguez at the Copacabana on 57th Street, whether it was the Tuesday after work party or the, the big nights on Saturdays. I never missed Peter Conde at the Copacabana. And there was a particular musician that stood out to me on stage, and his name was Harry Adolno. And not saying that Pete didn't have some killer people on that stage, because he always did. But Harry was responsible for taking me under his wing. And I became like a band boy, or I would just, you know, he would teach me stuff about timbales, because again, I love timbal. But um, I had started classes with Harry Adolno, and I also started classes with a gentleman named Luis Campana Hernandez, who used to be the bongo player for Pico and Rodriguez. And it was pretty simple. Musician walks off stage and you say, you know, who gives classes here? And they say, mira, esta, you know, habla con él. And that class lo weekend, you know. And you, you, it's, it's cool because you walk over to the musician, hey, look, I, I love the way you perform. I, you know, I would love to learn how to play this, this, this. Well, here's my number, call me. And before you know it, He's sitting in the room and you're getting lessons from, you know, somebody who just performed at the Copacabana, which is pretty cool. Now, as much as I love to dance, as time progressed, I was glued to that stage whenever Peter Conde performed. I was just watching everything going on in that band because there was so much from his from his dancing, his performance to the maraqueos, him playing Guido. And one night he, you know, at the end of a song called Tambo, La Gente Pide Tambo. He takes an incredible bongo solo. I'm like, this man does everything. Y además de todo, es chévere. Some of my favorite songs that Peter Conde will perform, Dulce con Dulce, Catalina La O, La Esencia de Bobanco, Sonero, Babaila Fue, Primoroso Cantal, and the list goes on and on. By this time as a dancer, 
I had to see Pete when he was here because I loved the music. I remember seeing him at Battery Park, also clubs that don't even exist anymore in the Bronx here. LQs, Le Poulet, of course, the Copa. And one time at uh, Ralph Mercado's uh, South Street Seaport, Puerto Rican Day Parade parties, not to mention Madison Square Garden with the Fania All-Stars. So by 1998, I'm hanging out with Harry Adolno, and he's playing with everybody. He's playing with Richie Bobby Cruz. He's playing with Ruben Blades and, and Willie Colon, you know, traveling around the world. He's playing with Frankie Ruiz, doing a lot of coverages here. And a lot of the times I would also hang out with Luis Campana. There was one Tuesday night at a club. I don't remember, I don't remember the name of the club because still small clubs in New York don't last anymore. If you notice, like, why is it that the clubs always disappear? They're like temporary storefronts. But anyway, it was a small club. It was like a hole in the wall. And that was the night I was granted an opportunity to sit in and play the last song of the night, which was usually Dulce con Dulce. And I never forget, I sat down and, you know, grabbed Luis Campana's bongos and I was I was sitting down next to Harry. I don't know, looking up at Harry. Harry was a tall, he was a big guy. And he's looking at looking down at me like, bro, you made it. He's like, <laughs> like you graduated and shit, right? <laughs> he's like, you're going to be all right, bro. You're going to be all right. So all of a sudden, bro, I look up. I'm sitting there with the bongos. I'm shitting a brick. And now me and Pico on the lock eyes, right? And I'm like, bro, you did it now. And Pico on this, you know, he's he's pretty much telling me palante. He's not, he's not shying away from don't fuck up here. He's saying it's time to play. Let's play. And it was almost like in slow motion because all those years seeing Pete at the Copa and all these clubs, I, I already knew how he counted in the band. He was stomping the band. And um, I'll never forget it. He he counted in the band and, and he stomped on the floor. Like, one, two, three. So he goes into the song and I had never sat next to a musician in my in my whole life, bro. You know, especially not the great Harry Adorno here. And, and, you know, I didn't realize that you can get so overdrawn by who's next to you and by the bass and by the piano. And it was just like you are it's like getting your ass kicked in a boxing fight. You know, you, you, you're drowning here. And Pete's singing away and, and I'm just like, I'm trying to enjoy this moment and I'm excited and, I'm, and my hands are killing me because I don't know technique. You know, I'm just it's about the experience at that point. But at one point, I just looked up and just took in who was in front of me, which is the great Peter Conde Rodriguez, a member of the Fania. Harry, I don't know. And just the moment of playing in a band with, with, with an icon. And you know what, bro? To me, the fact that Harry provided some opportunity there to get your feet wet with, a, with an icon like that was so much. And it's something I'll never forget. And it's something... Uh, I appreciate to this day, you know, I lost Harry a couple years back. And, you know, those are the things that aside from his friendship that I'll never forget about him. And like I mentioned, you're going to hear a lot of stories about me and Harry. Um, but that's just one of them, you know. But again, got to thank Peter Conde Rodriguez and got to thank Harry. I don't know, because uh, that was a, a moment in my life that, you know, I'll, I'll never, ever. And and. I can talk to my nephews about, which is pretty cool. And just like that, another Tuesday came and I was at the Copacabana early, ready to see my boy Peter Conde Rodriguez. The only difference is that now I'm, you know, I'm getting more familiar with the musicians. So now I'm invited down to the dressing room where they rehearse and they tune up and, and Peter Conde would show up and he'd sit there with the musicians, amongst the musicians, and he would give these stories, bro. 
that I, I wish I would have recorded them because they were so memorable and and it was about the Fania and it was about, you know, arrangers and musicians back in those days and his experiences as a young singer and just story after story. And Pete wouldn't stop between the stories. He went from story to story. And all the musicians, it was like you couldn't hear a pin drop in the room because everybody loved to hear him tell these tales, you know, about Apollo Sound and just, like I said, his time with the Fania. And I was there, you know, as a, as a young man and just remembering or just watching Pete and all these guys around him cracking up and just, you know, and then it was time to go up, you know, and play on stage. And then you got to see the man in action, whether it was, like I said, his dancing, you know, Sita's up there, Emilio's up there, you know, his daughter and, and his son. Tremendo músicos, because to this day, those those two on stage are absolutely untouchable. Just think about the school that they come from. It's funny, I was talking to Sita the other night, and I said, Coño, it could just go so fast, you know, such good times go so fast. And a lot of the times, I love when I see Sita on stage, because she has that that flavor. It's like, it's like handed down to her, you know, her brother, tremendous musical director, trompetita, you know, Sita with the Mambo Legends, you know, just made that band, just took it to another level. So if you ever hear Sita Rodriguez is performing, you know, definitely take advantage. A lot of times she played um, La Malqueta in, in, in Spanish Harlem and um, she killed it. So and over the years, I've had some great moments with Sita. We would go out dancing and a lot of times we dance at the Copa. I remember the first time I danced, where I was so nervous, you know, and um, she's a really good dancer. So. And I'm not intimidated, Sita, in case you're listening, you know, saying I'm waiting, waiting for the next the next round. <laughs> I remember seeing Peter Kunda the last time at the Copa. And after the performance, I went around the stage to help him come down. And he grabbed my hand and, and we shook hands. And, you know, he got serious on me. He says, he asked me, ¿Por qué no tocaste? He says, pretty much said, no, no deje to ir, no deje tu sabor, tu sabor, practica. You know, he gave me that bit of advice and something I'll never forget. You know, and that was uh, the last time I saw him. Sally, he passed away in December of 2000. And um, I was traveling with Harry Adolno to a gig with Luisito Carrion and the singer Pedro Jesus. We're, we're in a van or, or, or some, somebody's car. You know, musicians always travel with somebody. <laughs> so we're heading upstate and it was snowing and Harry got the call and he just started crying. And, you know. You know, it's a, it's a, it was a big loss, you know, for all those guys. So again, Pete treated everybody in a way where you you felt like a son. You know what I'm saying? At his funeral, what can I do? I, I knelt in front of him and I thanked him for every opportunity and believing in me and giving me a chance and, and letting me be one of his biggest fans. You know, I went with my mom. You know, I think my mom, my mom has always been such a big Ray Barreto fan. And we got there kind of early. And we're leaving the, the funeral home. And who is walking into the funeral home? Mano Dura Rey Barreto. And I couldn't believe it, you know. He was so genuine. And he took off his glove and he, you know, he shook my mom's hand. He shook my hand. And the moment felt like when you see one of your favorite movies or if you've seen a, a movie that you love over and over again and all the, all the great actors are part of that movie. And then one of the main characters of the movie just shows up in real life in front of you. And it just represented the funny. And I was like, look at this. And I heard that maybe five minutes later, Celia Cruz had also gone to pay her respects to the late great Picon de Rodriguez, which I'm um, can you imagine meeting Celia Cruz and 
That's crazy, man. But like I said in the beginning of the podcast, Vivile Recordan and Peter Rodriguez is somebody I'll never forget. So guys, remember to download his music. Look at those album covers. He has some tremendous album covers with Pacheco and Celia Cruz and Marie Barreto and the Fania All-Stars, you know, um, and go see the lineage. Cita Rodriguez, her brother, you know, that's the way you keep the music alive. Like my man DJ Brody would say, they used to bring in Peter Quinn just to play maracas. And guys, like I always say, try not to miss the legends because those performances are once in a lifetime. Andy Montañez, toda una vida, toda una vida. Invitados especiales, Tito Puente Jr. Rindiendo tributo al maestro Puente. El trío ideal y Johnny Olivo y herencia de plena. Ven a celebrar con Andy, la leyenda, el bohemio. Dicen que soy un payaso. Y Andy a son de plena. Sábado 12 de marzo, 8 de la noche, Concert Hall at Lemon College. Información y boleto 718-960-8835. Y en el box office de Lemon Center. No veas pasar la historia. Ven a ser parte de la celebración de Andy y su exitosa carrera de más de 60 años de trayectoria. ¡Sabroso! ¡Puerto Rico! That's right, folks. Viene el niño de Tatayere, Andy Montañez, para Lehman Center. Visit LehmanCenter.org. They also have La India for Mother's Day. They also have La Sonora Ponceña, big anniversary concert. Lehman Center is the official sponsor of the Mambo in the City Salsa podcast. Please visit LehmanCenter.org for more information. Go on their website. All the concerts are right there. They have a really big freestyle concert coming up March 16th. It's called Freestyle Forever 16. TKA, George Lamont, Judy Torres, Noel Sapphire, Betty D, the cover girl, Cynthia Coro, Two Without Hats. Come on, bro. I love freestyle music. I remember playing handball at Orchard Beach to some damn freestyle. <laughs> and now I get to hear it live in concert. No, 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 no. So these freestyle legends, they like the Fania. They like the Fania of freestyle. You know, TKA, Louder Than Love, George Lamont, you know, Battle of the Heart. You get to see it live and sing along with the freestyle legends. I will be at the Andy Montañez concert. I'll be in the hallway there when you walk in. Big smile on my face, uh, giving out some stickers for the Mambo City podcast and meeting some of you guys who listen to the podcast. Very excited for that as well. And so, um, yeah, it's going to be a good time. Bueno, gente, hasta ahí llegaron mis recuerdos. I want to thank everyone for joining me in this trip down memory lane. My time with one of the most iconic voices of the Fania All-Stars, Peter Conde Rodriguez. We hope you enjoyed this episode. And we'll see you next time on the Mambo in the City Salsa Podcast.